everybody and welcome to our late night Saturday session of Dum Dum Die. I'm Lena. I am the DM for Dum Dum Die. Hi, I'm Nelly. I play a tiefling artificer who is a bard in the making and my character's name is Amandla Olam. When it comes to the levels, I'm like level four. What the, the split between bard and artificer, you know, there's no need to go into details, but you know, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm onto great things. I'm Wednesday, and I play Shara the Goblin Sorceress. I am level 5. I don't know why Nelly's level 4. I am level 5, sorry guys! My MO is usually to be covered in something disgusting. Even though I do tend to try and keep my hands very clean. I have a thing about washing my hands because it's important and it's what ladies do. I am a goblin where it matters. I'm Scully. I'm playing Daphne. Thank you so much. Um, it's really fun to be with you guys again. Scully, thanks for coming back and uh, doing a second round of auditions for the Daphne position. Chat, I just want to remind you, if you want to help or hinder the players, it's definitely still an interactive D&D session. So if you want to type in a suggestion or give somebody advantage or throw something mean their way, please do so. And I will try and incorporate it into the story. Uh, recapping. So you guys are still in the town of Wallowdale. And you had a rather amusing little spat around the inn. Went to spend the evening in the inn next door. Decided to get going the next morning to the Port of Stars. But just before you headed off, you're like, okay, let's make a turn at the Guildhall and find out if there is better means of transportation there to find out that the portal system is in fact there but it's a little pricey and the further you jump with the portal the, the more expensive it gets because obviously they use a little bit more material and uh, it's obviously a little bit more magic that needs to be invested hence it's a very justified expense and you spoke to a very soft-spoken but powerful half-druid called Feneltus who explained the entire system to you and after deciding that you don't quite have the funds to use the portal system to the port of stars you decided to head back out into town that is where we are going to take off today so do you remember what you were doing at the end of last time what were you doing shara i had no idea oh i know i had a whole plan Go ahead, Amanda, because Shara is, as usual, a little airbrained and might need a gentle reminder about what the plan was. So Daphne kind of haggled and said, like, how about we buy our own components? We bring our own components and do our own little bit of alchemy. Then do you think that will like help cut the price? We potentially have a little scavenger hunt in front of us, but there is also a shop that we can perhaps check out as well and then just figure out what other components are. Personally, on my side, my plan is to actually find out what the components are before I jump onto this plan. Because what now, it's like, you know, I have Newt or Crocodile Tears or a Hippos, like one whisker. I don't even know if there are Hippos in this world, guys. I, I don't know. Well, Fenelters did give you a little list of the components required. Did you manage to take a moment to just scan over that list or did you just... Put the note in your pocket? Are you making a turn to the merchant sector of the market sector of the town? What are you planning on doing, Mandla? I'd like to read the list before I decide on where to go. Do me an arcane check. Twelve. There is a couple of ingredients on that list that you've never even heard of. It is uh, definitely outside of your expertise. You, you wouldn't even know where to start looking for some of these ingredients. I am jumping up and down, trying to get Amanda's attention, shouting, I can read, I can read, I can also read. Oh, I'm holding the scroll and I, I see Shara like gesturing and saying I can read. I'm like, uh, oh, uh, um, yeah, and I position it so Shara can see as well, but I'm still, you know, trying to read through it. I'm going to turn to Shara, like, because she's like a more core magic user that I'm, uh, Shara, have you, um, um, uh, and I'll look at Feneltis and I'll look at Shara. Uh, Shara, yeah, you can read this. And then I'll look at uh, Feneltis. Can you direct us towards some of these items? Maybe, please? Well, 
We have a few of that stocked here, but as I said, using them comes at a price. We normally get shipments in via wagon from Joesburg, which is sourced from all over the country. Ah. Not a lot of these are locally sourced. I see, I see. And I'm going to turn towards Shayra and Daphne like, my great-grandfather used to run a store. He did this thing called Markup. I don't know if they're doing it too, but I think it's going to be expensive. Do I recognize any of the things on the list? Two main arcade check. I rolled a two. You're reading through this list. You are extremely certain that you recognize two of these ingredients. But you're running these words in your mind and by the time you're done translating, you're at a completely different component. And what is that component? And does it have anything to do with Mark? Because I also did not recognize Mark. You think one of these components is absolutely for sure mystical dust. And the other one is uh, fennel bloom, something that is abundant in the caves down where you come from. I'm nodding my head very knowingly, and I'm going to start searching my pockets just, just in case. You never know when you might have some mystical dust in your pockets. So as I'm searching my pockets, I take out a piece of moldy bread, a cabbage leaf that's been chewed on, a flea. Daphne, what are you doing? So I think at this point, Daphne's head is going to just sort of come up like in front of Shara's and sort of like block the paper. And I'm going to point at something I think you're looking at. And I'm going to go, I know that one. And I think so excitedly, one of my claws is going to poke through the scroll. You hear this rippy noise as the claw goes straight through the parchment. Uh, yeah, pretty sure I, I know that. Um, I don't actually know what I'm pointing at, but I just want to be included. You pointed at cochnea mushrooms. Yes. I think I recognize mushrooms and they're all the same, right? They do the same stuff. Um, I don't know if you heard... <clears throat> I'm like shout whispering to them so Fenelsus isn't here. I don't want to offend. It's going to be expensive. They're, I think they're adding markup and, and, and these items are not cheap. And, and there's a store. Maybe we should go to the store. They might have stuff and maybe we can haggle. Yes. Yes? The goblin store. Let's go there. He'll definitely have fennel food. And mushrooms. Oh, I didn't know you were hungry, Daphne, but okay, we can find you mushrooms, of course. I'm just like smiling, like obligingly, like, okay. And I'll turn to Fennel and says, we will see you uh, later. And I'll just do awkward finger guns at her. Yeah. You see one of her eyebrows raises slightly as you do your little finger guns. And she just waves very elegantly in front of you and says, very well. Return when you have the necessary ingredients and we shall discuss a discount of sorts. Mm. My eyes light up at discount. Okay, uh, I'll just walk out of the guild. Shall we go to the to the shop? As we're leaving, I want to mimic the lady and mimic her hand gesture, sort of like two people as we're leaving. Go, go. So the three of you exit the guild hall and you start making your way back to the tavern and you recall that they said the tavern and the inn would be on your right hand side just around the corner it leads to the marketplace as you come around the corner you see there's a whole bunch of these little stalls set up where people are hawking wares and they're yelling at customers and there's a few people walking around buying fruits and vegetables and clothing items and you see in the middle of this big circle there is a, a more permanent establishment with a little label on it that says Gneltot's Wares. That must be the place, yes. And I'm gonna look around the market. What do I see? Like nothing of the shiny variety, perhaps, in the crystal form? Not that you can see right now, no. Is there somewhere that is selling sweets nearby? Do me a perception check. Unnatural 20. You do spot a stall that is selling some candies and really brightly colored candy. I want to buy that. What would you like? I'm going to point to that colorful whatever it is I want. You want this? It's a very old lady that is standing behind the little counter. This one or this one? Um, can I have both of them? Please. Certainly, my dear. And she takes both of them and puts them on. Uh, that'll be four silver, please. 
I'm going to give her four silver pieces. Okay, well, she takes your cash. I'm going to kind of also hang around the stalls and um, I'm going to stick close with Shara and kind of see what's going on. And I'm observing more how she haggles, which is, seems poorly. I think I just want to keep an eye out for some interesting trinkets, things that I wouldn't normally see. Give me a perception check. I didn't do so good. I got eight. You're doing a very cursory scan across the market, but your attention is more focused on Shara right now as she is just happily overpaying for some sweets. Does Daphne know that that's like steep? I'm gonna say yes. Yes, you would. Mm, I don't like that someone's taking advantage of a friend. So I'd like to speak to the lady, just kind of like pop in there and just say, um... Oh, hi, uh, dearie. Would you like some sweets as well? I have all of these wonderfully crafted um, all the way from Joesburg. Really? From Joesburg? Yes. There is a very talented young man over there that made some of these. Right, right. Funny, we happen to be from there. Really? Yeah. A friend of mine um, was telling me recently uh, about somebody you might know named Markup. Yours seems to be a bit excessive, especially taking advantage of a friend of mine. No, I wouldn't. How about you throw in a couple of uh, extra sweeties there? And I'm just going to kind of wrap my nails on the edge of the table while looking at some sweeties. This one, maybe. Make me a persuasion roll. 16. Um, well, I suppose I could be a little generous. Why don't you have one of these as well? And she hands you like another extra. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. Same to you, my dear. And uh, I'm going to just drop the extra sweeties in Shara's hand. And I'm standing up a little bit straighter. Kind of feel a little bit good there. Oh, Daphne, you're so good at shopping. We should go shopping together more often. So I'm going to say, yeah. And I think I really should teach you about this common friend we have called Markup. And I'm going to start telling Shara, Markup is actually really, you know how it's really nice to be small? You, you know. It's better than being big. Mark should be small, okay? So always try and get it to be smaller. I'm just trying to figure out who Mark is. And if he is so small, does this mean that I should start pursuing shorter men? These are the thoughts running through my mind as we make our way towards the goblin store. The moment I realized there weren't any crystals, I have gone straight to the store. Okay, as you enter the store, you see that there are a couple of rows of shelves with varying wares. You see potions, some neatly packaged bundles that you can probably assume is uh, some sort of travel rations. I see a couple of items of clothing and just to be a perception check. I got 17 by the way. You do see behind the counter there is a very like small, but Shara-sized goblin with a very beautiful little red and black cap and a little cloak that is a beautiful red and white and black striped, like little vertical stripes, standing behind it with a little earring on the right ear. And behind this goblin is a very rusty looking old dagger that's mounted against the wall. <clears throat> Hi! Can I help you? Ah, good day, sir. You you must be the owner of this fine establishment. Is that, are you uh, Canel Thompson? I do excuse me if I mispronounce your name. That was horrible pronunciation. Canel Tots, Canel Tots. Okay. I, 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 I don't meet many people with names that, with that kind of pronunciation, but thank you for the, and I'm kind of like a bit flustered. Um, um, I, I just came here to look for some items and, um, um, oh, yes, and I take out the scroll. Uh, um, if you could find, let us know if you have any of these items, I pull the scroll open and I lean towards the store owner. Ah, uh, well, let me, let me have a look here. And he starts reading the text on the scroll. Hmm, uh, I don't have that. Uh, none of that either. Um, I don't know what that is. There's a hole in there. I, I hear there might be mushrooms. Maybe. Yes, there's the mushrooms, but you won't find any of them here. Uh, you might have 
a bit more luck closer to the port of stars. I I believe they, they come from there. Oh, um, you see, we need these items to um um, and I, I'm looking around for Shara and Daphne. Um, I there's a reason why we need these items. Um, we're trying to to um um, and I'm trying to remember like, wait, can I trust strangers? Strangers can't be trusted. I can't give up too much information. Um, we're going sightseeing. Yes, yes. My one friend is a very big um, history, history buff. Yes. And we're trying to travel to um, historical places, but without, without the undead things I've heard about in your um, region. Um, 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 uh, yes. You don't look much like an archaeologist. Uh. My friend is, an arche- is, a, is hist- a history buff. Not a practitioner, but an, an admirer, as if you if you will. Yes. Are you using some sort of slang? W- what do you mean, buff? Oh, oh, uh, interested. They 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 find these things interested, interesting. Yes. Um. Oh, so they are an expert. Yes, 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 yes. I I, I come from a long line of fighters, but we're well we're well uh, educated, and um, my comment is usually good. But I'm 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 getting used to meeting so many. Um, um, strangers, yes. Uh, Daphne, Shayra, and I'm looking around for the others. You don't look much like a fighter. You don't look much like a historian either. Well, actually, I, I, my friend is a, is a history of fan, but I am a artificer and a bard in training. If you need any uh, performances, I, I'm willing to give you a lovely discount in exchange. Yes, I'm a, a great performer. I come from Joesburg. I don't need anything like that. That is superfluous. Now, if you had said something like you needed some material that I could supply you with, or could provide me with some rare materials, then of course we could have a little discussion about that. But I don't care for your bard skills. Uh, this is not a tavern. And I'm, I'm going to hold the strap to my theremin a bit tighter. I'm like, oh, he's small, but he's fierce. <laughs> I'm a bit intimidated. We're going to walk into the store. Amanda, you take a look around and you see like the two of them walking into the store. <sighs> you guys see that Amanda is talking to the shopkeeper. In Goblin, I'm going to say, good day, sir. He goes, hi. Oh, what happened to your nose? It's a trap. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, no, no, I like it. it. It's fine. I like it. Shayra is going to blush a deep shade of rosy. And in Goblin, she's going to say, Well, fine, sir. Never has a fellow Goblin said such beautiful things about my nose. Well, uh, the uh, evidence is quite clear. Uh, and, um, uh, uh, well, uh, you can see he's a little nervous and flustered. He doesn't quite know how to handle the situation either. Um, did you want to buy something? Why, yes, sir. My traveling companion over there has a list of items that we need in order for us to travel um, at prices that make Mark shorter. Well, I, I don't know about this Mark, but um, unfortunately I have nothing on that list for you. I do have uh, what you see available right here in the store, if you would be interested in any of it. Why, thank you, sir. Do you perhaps have fennel bloom? Fennel bloom? Uh, like from uh, what you find in uh, underground caves? Uh, unfortunately, uh, no. Uh, but um, I am expecting a, a delivery of that in about two months. Ah. Well, unfortunately, sir, we cannot dally here for too long. Uh, would you like me to reserve some of that for you? I'm going to say, well, yes, thank you so much, sir. Oh, wonderful. Uh, um, uh, how much do you need? How much did it say I needed on the list when I was translating it to myself? Six bushels. Six bushels, please. Certainly. Uh, I'll keep it for you uh, next time you come through town. Thank you, sir. He's going to switch back to Carmen and says, um, Your friend here has reserved an item for purchase. Uh, is there anything that you desire? I'm just okay. um, in awe no. of this that just happened. None of which I understood, but like <laughs> there was something. Well, come, come, I, I don't have all day. Do you see the people out there? They also require my assistance. Well, actually, sir, um, do you by any chance have any crystals? Hmm. What type of crystal? Uh, well, stupid question. No, I don't. 
putting my hands over my forehead. Okay, then um, 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 uh, um, excuse me for a moment, and I'm going to go towards uh, Shayra and Daphne. I'm gonna like kind of pull them towards more towards the entrance and do like a little huddle, and I'm gonna whisper to them. I don't think we can find the materials on this list, and it's very expensive. How do you feel about uh, potential um, criminal activity, but for the greater good? I'm just going to grin. Shara is scratching her chin. This is a very interesting thing. Shara has never committed crime before. I'm looking very disappointedly at Amanda right now because I didn't realize she was this kind of person. But I'm going to nod my head very slowly and say, well, we travel together, we die together. It, it sounds crazy, but either we try to make our way by ourselves and have to fight off the undead creatures, or we go via the guild hall and find a way to make that money that we need, or we just kind of do it and hope for the best and apologize later. I don't have money to go to jail, so perhaps we should deal with, and I'm, I'm now talking to myself, maybe we should deal with the, the dead things on the, on the road, because it's very expensive. And, and I, I mean, I could do some shows, but um, um, do you have any ideas? Because we can't find the materials, we can't find enough gold and silver for the transportation. We might have to actually go on the road with the undead things. A lot of the ingredients uh, were at the guild. You know, they had a lot of them. So I'm going to say, actually, um, kind of being the guild, I think they've probably got some pretty hefty security measures in place to protect those ingredients. Just the, you know, experience. Yeah. I don't really think that's the route to go. Um, while, you know, I appreciate the suggestion. I'm biting my thumb nervously, like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, 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 I have so much potential, I can't be imprisoned. To explain Amandla's rationale, she's getting nervous and all that stuff. And the thing is, she was thinking it's not stealing the materials, but literally just kind of like going full kamikaze into the guild hall, grabbing whatever stuff they can find and just trying to use the, their transportation system. But then she realized, it's a, one, illegal, and two, doesn't have money for bail. I'm not a criminal. I'm a good person, okay? I'm a bard and artificer of good training. Thank you very much. In Goblin, Shara is going to shout out, Sir, would you be able to tell me where we could get transport out towards the ruins? I suppose you could probably go to one of the Teamsters, or uh, there should be a merchant caravan living in the next day or so. You could probably form part of their group. Where did you say that you were traveling? To the ruins where the city fell. Oh, I to you know, or well, no merchant caravan is going that way. I can assure you. I, I thought that you might be heading to Josburg. Um, there's a merchant caravan heading out there tomorrow. I, I don't think anybody is heading out to the ruins. Uh, I'm sorry. I suppose I can't help you then. Oh well, thank you, thank you, sir. Adieu. And then I'm going to walk out of the store and I'm going to wait for Daphne and Amandla to come out. And while I'm waiting for them, I have taken this little bag out of my pocket and I've put it on the ground and I've kind of, I've got my head in it and I'm kind of scratching around inside. Uh, Gamer Teddy says, I wonder if the goblin has a moral compass for the party to buy. Because I, I didn't understand the entire exchange between uh, Shara and him. So I'll say, um, thank you for your trouble. And if you do think of having a bard uh, performance, you never know. Um, keep me in your thoughts. Wait, you're not gonna buy anything after all of that? I, I, I came in with, an, 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 with the list and you can't help with the list. And um, I asked about crystals and you can't help with crystals. So respectfully, sir, um, no thank you. What about rations? Uh, you need to you need to she left. I'm just gonna quickly follow you out. Thank you. I guess we'll come across Shayra like scratching for a bag. I am leaning down into it. Well, it's not very far for me to lean anyway. The sack is on the ground and I'm kind of like, I look like I'm searching for something. So I have got a bag of tricks. So I'm curious as to whether you can pull things out on command or if it is a lucky draw because I'm looking for transportation in this bag. Do me an investigation check. I rolled a crit fail on the investigation. No, you do not find transportation in your bag of tricks. It's empty. Oh my god! You would think a powerful mage would have something in the bag. So how come it isn't a magical bag? In any case, since it's empty, I'm going to put my cabbage inside. 
yeah, maybe the cabbage can turn into like a carriage. You do, however, feel like a very little fuzzy object that you grip on as you rummage around in the bag. I'm going to pull it out because what if this thing is dirty? My hands are clean today. And now if I touch this thing and they're not so clean anymore, so I'm going to like take it and like throw it. You throw the object, flies through the air. As it lands, it rapidly expands, extends, makes this gruesome like cacophony of shapes and, and unexplainable limbs until it settles. And in front of you, you see a rhino. It's a unicorn. I'm going to look at my hand and be like, oh, I am so powerful. I conjured a unicorn out of this empty bag. Oh, my word. Amanda, I'm behind you, kind of like half archbacked, like a little bit fuzzy, and I'm just going... I'm freaking out. Can I roll Arcana? I'm trying to just figure out, like, a moment there's a bag, and then now there's a some creature I've never seen before. Can I just try to figure out, like, can I roll Arcana just to find out what just happened? There's also a collective gasp <gasps> as the people in town suddenly step out of the way of this rhino in their midst. There's a shocked silence as everybody is just looking at what just happened. Shara's feeding a cabbage, but the cabbage is quite wilted, but still good. Uh, 25. Well, you can assume that this bag of tricks that Shara has somehow functions like a summoning portal. From where? Even with 25, you're not exactly sure where exactly it's pulling these creatures from or how it's pulling these creatures you just know that it starts off as like a, a tightly packed ball of arcane stuff for lack of a better term and as soon as shara threw it and it, it landed on the ground it pretty much shaped into one of a couple of random different configurations that's why it had several distended limbs while it was settling on one of them. You are really full of surprises. I turn towards Shiro while I say that. Well, this is my unicorn. My unicorn's name is Horse. And Horse is going to take us to the ruins. I'm just kind of like hiding behind a mantler. I don't, I don't like it. I, 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 don't, I don't like unicorns. Uh, Shiro, do you know um, where not this um, um, living... Uh, creature is willing to even transport us? Uh, I'm, I'm still kind of warily looking at the rhino. You could do an animal handling check. I was just going to uh, look very expectantly at Horse and at Amanda and at Daphne because we have to go. There's some sightseeing to do. I've never been out of Johannesburg. Like, well, not never, but I haven't been out of Johannesburg in a very long time, in years actually. I got 10 for animal handling. On a 10, you are a little unsure about this creature that she summoned, but at the same time, it doesn't look hostile. You've never really seen an animal like this before, so you're not sure how to handle the situation. So I have started taking out my rope and trying to put it around Mrs. neck, so I'm trying to like scramble up to climb up horse to be able to secure this rope. Because otherwise, how are we going to ride out of town? The animal looks really docile, Shara. It like patiently stands there while you put a rope around its neck. And, and you can also do me an animal handling check. Ten. Although you like throw the rope over, you really have no idea how to properly tack or saddle this creature. It's a pretty rough shot job. It looks like the whole contraption is going to just slide or potentially strangle the animal. I'm ready to go. I'm going to turn and put my hands on my hips and I'm going to be like, okay, we're ready to go. Let's go. Onward, friends. Nope. I'm going to sit down, cross-legged on the floor. No. Mm -mm. And I'll turn to Daphne and kind of crouch down, you know, like when you want to get to the eye level of a, of a child that, that might have a tantrum. Um, so I, I do acknowledge that this is an awkward situation, um, but... We did need uh, transport, and uh, um, Shara was able to, um, 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 what did the youth say? Manifest uh, transport. So um, maybe we should not look a 
a horned creature in the eye or the mouth and just be grateful for transportation. Um, and if, if anything goes wrong, you, you're very nimble. You can run. Yes, yes. And I'm going to stand up to my full height. Um, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to extend my hand towards Daphne. And please don't be scared because then I'll be scared and then nothing will happen. I'm going to sort of look past you at it, look at Shara kind of being brave and confident. Okay, a, a little bit, but but if I don't like it, then 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 you must let me get off. Of course, of course. Consent is a very important thing between friends and and colleagues. And and yes, yes. I'll take your hand, but I, I'm shaking. I'm ready to go. We're gonna ride this unicorn into the sunset. Shara, do me an acrobatics check. I was actually just planning to climb onto its nose, you know, like and sit behind the horn because it was low down. I rolled a ten. You start scrambling up the side of its face. This rhino seems really patient with you. But as you sit right behind its horn, it gives a little shake and then tosses you up. You fly through the air and like sprawlingly land on its back. A little scramble with your, with your hands to get a grip and you manage to just, just get a hold of the back of the ridge of the, the rider and you like cling there for dear life. Your little feet are kicking there at the, at the bottom. Let's go. I like to take my bedroll out from my backpack and put onto the, the rider's back just for, you know, comfort's sake. Remind me again how tall you are. 5'11". Like tall by human terms, but like I'm short by tiefling terms. If you reach out your arms like to the top, then you're just barely getting to the top of the rhino. It's a big rhino. And I'll look at Daphne. I'm going to motion my hands are collapsing and I'll put my palms facing up. I'll look towards Daphne and say, I will hoist you up and then you can help me pull me up. Does that work for you? Okay. Okay. I'm going to take a couple steps back and kind of get ready for like a bit of a run. Uh... Do me an acrobatics check. <laughs> you know that like when you're going to jump in a pool and it takes like 500, like, oh, I'm going to go. Okay, I'm going to go now. Okay, maybe I'm going to go now. That's kind of what I'm doing. Uh, until I close my eyes. Uh, it's 18. Yeah. Closing my eyes. I've kind of judged it. So I know where you are. I've like worked it out. Kind of got the steps. And I'm going to run, jump on your hands. And then all claws are out to grab on. Alley-oop. And I'm going to twist you up as much as I can. You very, very nimbly jump up as Amandla hoists you. And you do this graceful curve through the air as you land on this rhino and you immediately sink your claws and your feet claws into this rhino. But the skin is like really thick and you feel it grip and you stabilize yourself. Plus there's a bedroll, remember? Okay, okay. And then I'm just going to kind of check and then just stay in that position until the mantle's on. I'm just going to stay there. And I'm going to look up towards where Daphne is holding on. And I'm going to say, Daphne, I need you to help me up. I, 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 I know you're scared, but I, I am stationary on the ground. And I need your help to get onto the uh, uh, unicorn named Horse. I'll put my arm down, like still hanging on, and then grab you. I'm just going to say you successfully help Amanda onto the back of the rhino as well. Thank you, because I can't be out here flailing. If you make me like face plants, <laughs> I'll be so sad. So all three of you are on the rhino now. I'm going to say, okay, horse, to the ruins. The rhino kind of just snorts at you, and you can feel he's kind of offended by that statement. That he's a horse, or that his name is horse, or that we're going to the ruins. Can I roll inside to figure out which one it is? Sure. Fifteen. You get the vague notion that the rhino is probably not very happy about being called a horse. I'm going to say, oh dear, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you already had it. If you can tell me what your name is, I shall use that in future. There's no response. I'm going to take that as that is his name. And the, and the unicorn's name was Silence. And then I'm going to, like when you say, hmm, but you don't say anything. I'm just going to say, onward, to the ruins. <laughs> I'm gonna call towards someone. By the way, where, which direction are the ruins? Um, you know, when you pull over and you clearly have no idea where you're going on your on a road trip, and you you pull over like just some random person. Hey, um, which way to the ruins? Good people of 
a wardell. You can see everybody around you is kind of standing there in a little bit of mute shock. And one gentleman that's a little more finely dressed than the, the people around him, he takes a step forward and he looks up at you guys and says, Are you sure that's safe? No. Honestly, no. I'm looking at straight at this gentleman. Sir, I have made many choices in my life, and this is not the safest of them, I must, must, do, must confess. Yes. No. Not, no, not sure, but no real choice is there. Um, what ruins are you talking about? As historically, from a historic purposes, because we are historical um, fans, we would like to go to the, the, the and I'm going to like lean over and whisper, the, the ruins of that city that fell, the crash landing sites, yes. We, we, we're sightseeing, yes. He says nothing and it just points in a westerly direction. I'm good to say, that way. The rhino turns his head and he starts strutting through the town and the crowd just kind of disperses as the rhino trots through all of them. How fast is this vehicle? Uh, not very fast. Can it go faster? No, no, no. Do me an animal handling check. That was a natural 20. You kind of slap the rhino on its back, trying to encourage and like kick it a little bit with your, with your feetsies. It's like still trotting happily along and you feel the smallest marginalist increase in speed. It is faster than walking though. This was a good buy. I am so pleased with myself. I got a unicorn and now we can go sightseeing. I'm excited. I'm gonna relax, but not relax enough to not be clinging so I don't lose my purchase on the rhino's back. You're following the street and pretty soon the street leads out of town in a westerly direction. And the road is clearly marked. It's, it's not very difficult to find. And your party starts trotting out to the port of stars on the back of your trusty rhino. It doesn't seem like it's getting tired at all. It is just happily trotting along. Let's all roll a, a constitution saving throw and see exactly how we feel about this rhino ride. Nine for me. Nineteen. Ten. You and Daphne are... You're starting to definitely feel a little bit of discomfort. Amadla, you actually got a pretty comfortable position on this bedroll and... As such, you are feeling pretty much okay. I mean, the rhino is a little wider than you are used to. It's definitely wider than a horse, but it's not causing stiffness just yet. And I'm just looking around. This is such a pleasant ride. I've never ridden an animal like this, but I would recommend this to my friends and my family. And I'm just looking around, like taking in all the sights. This is quite pleasant, yes. I'm going to agree, well, but my eyes are squeezed shut. And I'm hanging onto the bedroll, and, and I'm not going to open my eyes until this stops. You are trotting along. There are pretty dense forests to your left and your right. It's, it's quite heavily bushed. You can see the track where the road leads has been purposefully cleared and sort of maintained to make it easy for traffic between Wallowdale and the Port of Stars. As you are trotting along, way far in the distance you see some darkish clouds on the horizon friends i i, I see um impending not so great weather um, um um i don't know if we should take a break and 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 make camp or or, or wait and i'm gonna pull out because i still have the map i'm gonna just pull the map out and try to figure out how far away we are and how far we have to get past those clouds if needs be do me a survival check four it is a little difficult to compare what you're seeing in front there with distances relating on the map itself. You're pretty sure that the road is going to lead you into that. Um, it doesn't look avoidable, but I mean, it's still very far off. You continue trotting along on the back of the rhino. It carries you on through the rest of the day and you are making pretty good time. And it's, it's not like you are feeling exhausted, but... By the time evening comes around, you've gotten notably closer to the cloud formation. Well, either that or the clouds are blowing your direction. It's a little hard to figure out which one it is. And it is starting to get rather dark. 
you can definitely start seeing that shift in view of a full light and view of full dark. My hands are just going to ungrip because this is what was so uncomfortable is that I've had my hands clenched very tightly for this entire trip. So my hands have just decided they are now open and I'm just going to slide all the way down the side. Daphne, Daphne, tr try to grab her. Try to grab her because I see, because you're all in front of me on the, on the rhino. Please, please, please try to grab Shayra. Reach out instinctively, with, but my eyes are still closed, kind of. I'm going to try and see without trying to see the rhino, and I'm just going to grab her because I know where she was sitting, and I'm just going to, like, just try and grab something. Do me an acrobatics check. 22. It's more an instinct than actually a conscious grab as Shayra starts sliding and you just pluck into the darkness and you manage to grab Shayra by the scruff of her collar and just yank her back up on top of the rhino. I'm going to turn and say thank you but I think that silence is very tired right now so we should stop. I agree, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Stopping would be good, yes. I feel okay, but I think it's good for us to stop. I, I think we need to prepare ourselves for that weather. And I'm still looking towards the dark clouds. I think, I think stopping is a good idea. We should let the, let, let the animal rest. Yes. You can no longer see the dark clouds. It is too dark for you to see where it is right now. I'm just going to wait for Daphne to let go so I can just continue with my slide. I'm going to awkwardly tap the side of, of the animal's flanks and I'll tap gently. Uh, please, um, tap, tap, please, tap, tap, um, sorry, but tap, tap, if you could stop, tap, tap, please, tap, tap. The rhino kind of understands what you're trying to do and it slows its strut down until it stops with a little puff of dust. I think as it stops, Shara, I'm going to let go of you, but I'm jumping off and I'm going to be on the ground before you even slide down. That's because I slid down the side of the rhino. I have this image of Daphne like doing a whole like a huge acro like gymnastics type of like twirl and blah blah and then landing like a gymnast like and everyone's like oh 10 out of 10. And, and then in the background you just see Shara like. <laughs> I'm gonna just lift my one leg over the other so both legs on the one side of the, of the rhino's body and then push myself off and then pull my bedroll off and just do like another gentle tap on the side tap tap. Thank you. The rhino walks off to the side of the road and starts grazing on the grass there. I'm going to follow the rhino and also graze. Like, I'm also like, this rhino can eat the stuff on the side of the road. I can eat the stuff on the side of the road, right? And unicorns know where to find good food. They're magical creatures. And this is obviously a magical creature. Your first mouthful of grass, it tastes a bit bland. It's not exactly that nice, crunchy and crispy flavor that you're getting from your lettuce. And there's a little bit of grit and dirt mixed in there that is kind of just rolling over your tongue. I don't suppose either of you are carrying salt. You're happily chewing when all of a sudden there's this nerve that just shoots out from your mouth right to your eye. Your eye twitches a little bit as you accidentally bite down on a rock. As a watering, but I'm also like now I'm feeling remorseful. You know, it was because I was asking for too much. I was being extravagant, and now the universe has punished me. I am just going to eat my grass in silence. Okay, so you're setting up your bedrolls, you're making camp on the side of the road. You have something to eat, so if you have some rations, just mark off a ration there. Shayra's just going to pass out, probably underneath the rhino, because it's going to rain, and if the rhino is standing, and okay. if I'm underneath it, then I won't get wet. I think we should maybe keep an eye out. My experience with, I'm going to speak like a little bit confidently, roads that aren't actually traveled often, no merchants come along here. It just leaves it open for um, unsavory kind. So maybe we should just keep watch. I nod emphatically towards Daphne. I agree, especially because Thanos did mention undead creatures and undead creatures are certainly unsavory. So yes, I do agree. And I'm going to look towards Shayra, who's sleeping underneath the rhino, and I'm going to just kind of gently pull her body, because I don't know what this animal is, but I'm concerned about her sleeping arrangements, personally. I want to shuffle her next to the said rhino, just in case, for safety, and I'll look towards Daphne. Yes, I think staying up watch is great. Um, um, uh, who should go first? And I, I look towards Daphne, like, all bright-eyed. I'm happy to go first, if you want. 
well, um, you, you can go first, but I feel inspired. So I might be working on some music, but I, I'll, I'll take a semi-nap while I'm thinking about my music. So I'm a soft sleeper. So if you need something, just to, um, say my name. Yes. And I'm going to like sit down cross-legged. I'm going to actually lean against the body of the rhino and I'm going to have my theremin laying across my lap and I'll be lying with my eyes closed, but I'll hold on to my theremin and be thinking softly of music. Okay, so you drift off to sleep. Daphne, you take the first watch. Just do me a perception check there, please. That's only 11. You're trying to keep a vigilant watch, but you are actually tired. This rhino ride was not exactly comfortable for you, and you are, were a little stressed out. So somewhere through your watch, you feel there's almost like a shift in the air. It somehow feels a little colder. It somehow feels a little bit more oppressive. And nothing else happens. I'll take notice of it, but I'm a little bit weary of this creature. And so I think also every time it like moves or snorts or grunts, I'm keeping more an eye on it. I'm not 100% happy and this whole situation is just freaky. Okay, so like somewhere around the hours of midnight you wake up Amandla. I'm gonna sneaky up and then like lean right over her. So I think from her perspective, you just see like this head and big eyes right over you. <laughs> Be like, Manda, hey, like hanging right over you. And I'm just like poking your shoulder. I'm a light sleeper. I'll first feel this weird sensation that something's watching me. I can just sense something's very close and the poke just confirms, okay, there's someone close by. And before I even open my eyes, my hands grip tight around to my theremin before anything else. And I'll slowly open my eyes and I'll look and I'll see just fur and glossy eyes in front of me, I guess. Ah, ah, and I'm, I'm going to lean my head a bit further back. Ah, um, you're very close, but thank you. And I'm going to try to gesture my face away from Daphne's big old eyes. Okay, I'm tired now. Okay, um, and I'm going to look down my theremin, just confirm it's in my hands, it's still safe and comfortable. I'm going to stand up and then strap it along my back again. And um, anything I should be mindful of? Um, um, did you see any any, any bats or any interesting creatures? Not really. It just, something just doesn't feel right. But I think it's this thing. It makes weird noises and it smells bad. So it good. snorts and it grunts and it, it oozing things. And I can see why Sherry likes it a lot. I'm going to go find a rock to sort of curl myself up on. Nowhere near the rhino. I'm going to do a couple stretches just to you know, help wake myself up. Make sure I don't get too comfortable. So I'll just sit, not leaning against the rhino, but I'll still sit down again. But this time with the theremin laying next to me. When I reach my hand axe, I realize the empty space where my hand axe once was. Pause and have a moment of silence. Like, <sighs> it was a good hand axe too. I'm going to hold on to my theremin actually quite tight to my body now. Because I'm like, everything's so transient. You'd never know when it's your last moment with anything. And I'm just going to rock myself gently and hold on to my theremin. So Daphne, you go back to sleep. Amanda, do me a perception check. 17. Okay. It's fairly uneventful. Just before dawn, you get this rather vile and foul-smelling odor drifting through the camp. And as the first sunlight rays break through the treetops and the air starts to lighten a little bit, a very distinct and disruptive sucking noise can be heard throughout the camp and with a very very loud whoop this rhino gets shrunk back into a ball and disappears this startles you a little bit and you're looking in that direction and just past the rhino about 30 feet you see a very worrisome thing the land is completely dead there's this pale greenish tint that is just catching the last vestiges of sunlight and as the air rushes by you you get that whiff of dead mulch that you can distinctly smell coming from here the trees are starting to rot away the grasses are wilted and fading and you are pretty sure that that was not there when you started setting up camp the previous evening. And that's what I'm going to call it for tonight, guys. I would just like to say thank you, everybody who joined us. Thank you very much for showing up. If you liked 
the stream and you like the content, please go to our socials, leave us a review or a comment. It just helps to grow the channel and we would love to get some feedback from everybody. People can find me on Instagram under mystic underscore bell. So I haven't got any personal socials, but I do have a tabletop gaming business. It's called Goodberry. We have access to some super cool D&D focused merch. So we're really excited. We also handcraft a lot of our stuff. So trays, dice, dice jails, towers, we do all sorts of things. Yeah, but you can just find us at Goodberry Gaming Accessories. Yeah, on Insta and Facebook. So guys, you can find me also on Instagram at Linsa underscore say. Thank you so much, Scully, for joining us. And thanks so much for playing. Skelly, I had fun. And thank you, ladies. Of course, I always had fun with you as well. Uh, so I'm Nelly. You can find me also on Instagram. I am Miss Mvubu. So that's M-I-S-S-M-V-U-B-U. I want to just give a little a shout out to my hand axe. I miss you and I love you. And like, I'll, I'll never forget you, okay? And to the rhino. Rhino, we didn't have enough time, but you were, too, you were sweet to me. Just one more thing. So for those of you who join our streams, really appreciate you but if you can't join our streams we you can also watch recordings and when you do watch our recordings or the streams please let the ad play the full way uh, we appreciate it it helps us every little bit thank you people out in chat thank you very much again for joining us i hope you guys had a entertaining saturday evening listening to our shenanigans in dnd it was a lot of fun thanks again scully for joining us for our daphne audition <laughs> Yes, so have a safe week. Join us for our casual streams. Don't get into any trouble, although no promises from our side. We have things to do. But yes, then we will see you guys around. And thank you very much again for joining us. Bye.